Welcome to the Brunch Ladies of Conchi Consignment, where you never know what we will be serving up. To episode 55 of the Brunch Ladies of Conchi Consignment. Hi, Molly. Oh, Hi. Yeah, high five. I'm Check doing my 55. Out. Yeah. 55. <laughs> 55. Coming at you, episode 55. Not a stitch of makeup on, but I'm clean and I'm here. Happy you know. day. Happy uh-huh. day. It's a happy Sunday. Yeah. So we had a a great week, right? It was a lot of fun this week. It was our customer appreciation week. So we Mm -hmm. had a lot of fun appreciating you all. We did. It was so much fun. And we love our customers. Yeah. Well, it didn't end with resale therapy, but it felt like that was the culmination of everything as we did our $9 sale, live sale on Friday, Thursday night. Oh, my God. It was wild <laughs> it was wild we did how many items libby 60 i think we ended up with 65 items that we got through 65 items that we showed which is a record for us that's a big record for us 65 items yeah yeah and we did and it everybody... in 46 minutes and a contest and a contest we yeah were i mean i don't want to brag but kind of do <laughs> right yeah, we were able to bring you guys a lot of good deals. Uh, some people did their finger warm-ups. Uh, yes, so they agree. were able to type sold a little more quickly and snag those items. So, uh, Molly, next time we do one of these, you're going to have to put that out there. And maybe people will take you a little more seriously this time. Right. Because there were some real um, real finger typing fights for items. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We saw a lot of, oh, I'm sorry, that item is already gone, pop up in the comments because somebody <laughs> beat them to it. I mean, there were several that were serious typing for items. It was yeah. quite, quite entertaining. I wanted to watch, but yet I had to keep up with our rapid showing. So it's like you wanted to read the comments and see what was going on, but everything was just so fun and fast and furious. Yeah, and we had good. Nick Nick in the comments, your husband. So he was able to monitor that and do the contest for us while we showed items. So yeah, I did feel I can't wait for this week because we can be in the comments again. We're not going to do 65 items. That's not going to be our regular thing because we do like to chat and hang out and you know, know hear what everybody's up to. I know. As well as as well as show you our items. <laughs> Should we tell everybody what this week's going to be? Why not? Let's make the announcement. I'm going to give you a hint. For those of you on podcasts, sorry you can't see, but Pink Floyd is in the house. Oh, yeah. This week, Pink Floyd, our flamingo mascot, our mascot, our flamingo mascot is going to run our week. This is Pink Floyd Presents. So our resale therapy, everything we do is Pink Floyd is uh, manning the ship. So beware. Oh, boy. That is, that's that's going to be fun. I'm really looking forward to it. I know you are because you love pink. I and love pink. And I did find something out this morning that you said you thought you told me, but I don't remember you telling me, is that you were what? I was a big Flamingo flan, fl- fan. <laughs> When I was in college, I used to collect all kinds of little flamingo things and I loved it. Like, and then when we, I really loved it, like for spring break in college and we go down to Florida and I could really find the good tacky flamingo stuff. But, oh my God. um, Yeah. I had a lot of flamingos that I just loved and would 
collect along the way. So I, I did not know that or I forgot it. I'm not sure which. You know, pink's my favorite color and they're just such a cool bird and they love the warm weather like I do. So mm. they just became my, um, my people, my birds of a feather. Yeah, I can't say I was ever really that obsessed with flamingos until I was a victim of the you snooze, you lose phenomenon in consignment. So we have this thing and we would say it over and over again in the store. Uh, you snooze, you lose, because generally we have one of everything, right? So if you don't buy it right away, it, it might not be there when you come back. And right. you know, we've all fallen victim to it. All of there us. is one item we got. Uh, my mom got a bunch of Audubon prints from the um, from the a local auction, so she can sign them with me. And one of them, I hung up a, quite a few of them in my house, actually. And the one I loved was the American Flamingo. It was just a beautiful pink. I loved that Audubon it print. It was awesome. Yeah. And all right, so this uh, they didn't sell really quick, the Audubon prints. But they did all sell, and my pink flamingo sold. Aww. And I still see them because I put them up when I was redecorating my foyer, and I had taken pictures because I did, like, a transformation thing. And he's in the pictures. And I wish I bought him or capped him and didn't put him up right? for sale. Uh, yeah. Maybe another one now that we have through. Pink Floyd. But now you know if another one comes through, you got a snag. I just didn't think it was my style, but yeah, it yeah. was. Who it knew? was. It was just cool and funky and added a pop of color and fun to um, my foyer. Oh, well. Sorry, I had to turn my phone notifications off. Sorry Oop. about that little ping, people. Oop. I'm usually on top of it, but I forgot the phone. That's okay. Um, um, <clears throat> oh, I know what I wanted to talk to you about that happened this week. Can I tell you? Mm -hmm. Okay. I have a couple things too. Yeah. All right. Yours well, is way cooler though. Yours is way cooler. So um, we, Libby and I were talking because we do that quite frequently during the week while we're working <laughs> and she, the store phone rang. So she just helped, you know, answered it while I was still on the other line and I could hear, and it was a customer calling and she said, Oh, well, this number is, it was calling in is from Greensboro. And I was like, well, answer it. And it was a customer. Of course, those that don't know, I live in Greensboro, North Carolina. So it was somebody local to me that called in the store. And they were asking specifically about a piece of silver. And if you've been with us through this journey, you know that I have quite a few silver pieces that came from my family's estate. And I've selected a few that I'm keeping, but the majority of it I am selling because I don't really have space or need for it. I've reached out to other family members and that, you know, those that have selected, selected, but the rest is going out. Well, this gentleman purchased a week and a half ago from me, a set of Demitas spoons, four of them. He is very much into Charleston coin silver but even more so, that's like his number one, but then he just loves anything to do with Charleston history. So Libby ended up giving him my number because he wanted to know about another piece that was listed online. And he called me, Robert is his name. And we're now buddies, Robert and I, we're friends. <laughs> so I'm going to show you the piece because I just happen to have it out here. Oh, cool. 
that he's asking about is this Pi server. That's okay. beautiful. So I don't know if you can see if I do it at an angle. It is monogrammed. And, you and can there's see an the monogram, arm. But you can't really see what it is. Yeah. There's an arm holding an axe like it's coming out of the ground. And the monograms are RBH, which I knew was a um, long, long lost family member of mine. Not lost, but extremely old piece. And he is Robert Barnwell Hayward. And so I had told the gentleman, the gentleman ended up coming by and he wanted to see the piece. He's still eyeballing this, but he's waiting for me to get a few more pieces listed before he makes his final decision. If it sells, it sells before he gets it. But Oh, I hope he doesn't snooze and lose. I know, me too, <laughs> because he really... But the neat thing was, he, first of all, he was just such a pleasure to talk to. Like, just a pleasure. And I, you know, I asked him, like, are you from Charleston? And he goes, no, I just really got into... I love Charleston and I love history. And I just, after several trips there, got into kind of going through the history and tracing and mapping. And like, he's got old maps, old documents. He's really been into this old history of Charleston. And I said, mm. oh, and he said, well, you know, I told him they were family pieces. He was like, what? And I'm like, yeah. So anyway, this goes on. And the next thing I know, he calls me and He's like, do you have a minute? I don't mean to, you know, I don't mean to take away your time. I know you're busy, but I'm just curious. Typical um, Southern. <laughs> that would not happen here up north. I have to say the conversation probably would have been much different, but go ahead. Right, right. So he's like, do you, I started looking at your family and do you, do you realize your family history? And, you know, anyway. He went all the way back. So I was looking at it and I'm like, well, I know he was, you know, he's like, you're a descendant. You, you know that Robert Barnwell Hayward is a descendant of Thomas Hayward, like signer of the De and I, Declaration of Independence. And I said, yes, I'm aware. And he was like, I just, he goes, you realize that he's buried in Magnolia Cemetery. Like that is very much a who's who's cemetery. And, and that actually, I did not know where he was buried. So next time I go to Charleston, which I do frequently, you know, multiple times in a year, um, I do plan on running over to Magnolia Cemetery and looking at the family. But anyway, he was really getting into this. And so I told him, you know, I can't remember how it goes, but as I looked at it, and I'm looking at it now, um, the way the family tree goes. And it's interesting, too, because, of course, this is my mom's side of the family. And her having just passed, um, you know, you start thinking about all that kind of thing. But it was her, her, my great, her, her grandmother, my great-great-grandmother. So I'm trying to think of how far this goes back. So Robert Barnwell Hayward would have been my great, great, great grandfather, I believe. Three. I have to really look wow. this up. But anyway, it's just really cool that he got so into it. He's like, I hope I'm not offending you that I'm researching your family. And I'm like, no, I'm loving it. Please research away. Yeah. Um, because it's something I've always wanted to do and haven't had the chance to do. I said, my cousin Marcy has done a lot of it and she has a lot that she has documented, but 
I have so much old, and I'm talking 1800s old Charleston stuff. And of course, he's like, I want to see it. I want to know about it. I wanna... <laughs> yeah, you said he couldn't he couldn't quite wrap his head around the fact that you were getting rid of some of it. Yeah, he yeah. was like, why? Why are you letting it go? Why are you getting rid of it? And I said, well, you know, it, all it's doing is being taken from house to house. Like, we don't really live a life of doing anything particular with it. Like, what would we do with it? I mean, I what would you do with it? I don't know. I mean, he's the perfect example of why somebody why? gets this piece. They're researching the history. They absolutely appreciate and yeah. love it. That's why. And he wants a piece with that particular monogram. And he said, I will get a piece with that monogram. And I told him, I said, we have a lot coming up, but I will do my best in the next, you know, three weeks or so to get through the remainder of the silver to look for any more of that. But He's now, he's like, I have to have a piece of this. And of course, it makes me feel good because I've met this nice guy who really is into my family history. And what a great thing. Now it's like, I want him to have a piece of it. You know, mm, I want him yes. to, I want him to get one. So yes. really interesting. Wow. Mm -hmm. And I'm just excited that you're related to somebody, the original signer of the Declaration of Independence. Hello. Yeah. Hello. All right. So not that only a that, very minor part of your story, but hello. <laughs> I have to tell you not only that, but I'm also related to the um, captain of the Titanic. You're kidding, right? Ship. You're kidding, right? No, I'm not. All right. So flamingos, Thomas Hayward, the captain of the Titanic. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. All these things you're learning about me today and we've known each other how long? I'm just, I, I'm in awe. I'm in awe. That is so interesting. Yeah. All right. So did you watch Downton Abbey? Um, we watched some of it. Oh, okay. It just made me think of it because I, I, I loved it, but I loved the fact that the first scene and the first episode was all about the when the Titanic went down and that was the jumping off point for it. Uh-huh. Oh, Wow. So that's kind of neat to be able to be put back in that place in time. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's fun. And it is something that I keep saying, I really, really, really want to do it. I do mm -hmm. um, go through the family history. You know, some of it, as with any family, there's some of it you're really proud of and some of it not so much, but you didn't mm -hmm. have control over what happened back then. Right. Like, but right. it's still very interesting. Um, yeah. So. I can't I wait to find out more. I had always heard about the captain of the Titanic thing. And I, you know, sometimes you hear those things and you're like, really, really, you know, is this really true or family? But then when my mother and her last couple of weeks of life, my cousin Marcy came and my cousin Jane, and she had the um, paperwork that she had gone through ancestry with the DNA testing and all, and had the actual family tree and how it, what side of the family and how it connects with the captain of the Titanic and him being a relative of ours. And it's actually a little closer, but it's funny. So it's all still on my mom's side, not my dad's only it's the other side of my mom's that. So it's her dad's side of the family, the Hancock side that is connected to the captain of the Titanic. And my, wow. my mom's mom's side of the family is one connected to the signer of the Declaration of Independence, to Thomas Hayward. Wow. 
fascinating. Crazy. Isn't this fun, the stuff we get to do? Yeah. Yeah. So now I just got to find time to do some of the research myself and get into it. Or just let him keep going and let him just feed it to me. That sounds great. <laughs> that sounds great. We'll move on to the Titanic. He can work over there and get that. And yeah. We'll move yeah. on to the Titanic. I'll, I'll check out uh, Captain, I think, Smith, was it maybe? Captain Smith of the Titanic. I think it was his mother, maybe. The, I, I think it was the mother that was a Hancock. Uh, anyway, I'll figure it out one day. Yeah, and we'll report back to you. So yeah. I, every once in a while in consignment, you come across photos, right? And these unclaimed photos, for some reason, every once in a while, they, they just speak to me, like, through the year. Like, I don't know what it is about a photo, but certain ones will will haunt me and stick with me. So and you know, there's a story behind them. You there's know, there's a story behind them, and I desperately want to know. So we got in a bunch of, they were mounted just movie promo photos, like Nelson Eddy, Marta Egrith, um, I, I forget. So oh, there's Shirley Temple, but there was like a bunch of 1930s, like little promo headshot kind of photos, different things like that. But on these pages, there were four photos of it was one girl in all of them but then the other ones were with other people and it was like a young woman maybe professional carrying like a briefcase i'm guessing they're from the 30s i don't know um because the rest of the photos are it looks like maybe they are and they have on like prof professional there's a uh soldiers in the background of one a soldier standing next to her in another mm -hmm. one so i was hoping i posted it up on social media and i thought oh one of our history buffs will definitely figure this out because normally when we do something like that somebody is just a wealth of knowledge and i somebody said no, i went over like a lead balloon nobody nobody, nobody commented. commented you got nothing yeah so i think i might be doing a little google lens trying to figure some stuff out today because for some reason i want to know what year it was, what country it was, what these, like, were they on the brink, you know, was this like mm -hmm. right before or after a world war was like, what right. was the story? Um, they were very right. young and dressed professionally with briefcases. I thought that was very interesting. Oh. It was not, it doesn't appear to be in the US. There is, it looks, appears to be some, on one of the photo mounts, there's something written like in a different alphabet, maybe like a Cyrillic alphabet. Mm-hmm. Anyway, all right. So take a look at them. Let me know. Yes, please. I just I'm for some reason very interested. Do you remember in the store one time we got the old steamer trunk from like the 1800s? Yes. Yes. And a photo fell out of it. Yes, we I do it. remember it that. Very old. It was like it would remind you of like a I don't think they did passports then, but like a passport photo, like a little photo of a woman. Mm -hmm. Um yeah yeah I that totally one that was another one that haunt that just i don't know if haunted is the right word stuck with me like i felt like she needed a name and some kind of claim and some kind of history assigned to her i love all those old photos i have a couple in my house framed one of my absolute favorites is my grandmother and her older sister my aunt margaret my great aunt margaret 
And my great aunt Margaret is there in her cute little dress. You know, it's the old, old Mary Jane style shoes, full leather shoes. And my grandmother is in one of the old prams. She's just a baby in a pram. And their clothing and all. I just love it. I love it. So that was one of the things I was talking to um, my newfound friend about. Because he had me go to findagrave.com because he's like, I want to show you where I'm doing this. Look at this. Look at this. Da, da, da. Okay. Oh, wow. And he shows me a picture of his, of to go to one of the sites of one of my relatives. And the picture that they actually have on the site, I said, I actually have that one of those pictures framed, like the actual photograph. He's like, you're kidding me. I go, no, I have one of those photographs in a frame in a box here. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. Kind of cool, right? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Very Old cool. photos are so much fun, and you just wonder. I don't know. It's like, like I always say, with all the pieces we come across, if only they could talk and tell us. If only they could talk. I always find I love historical fiction because I yeah. feel like it can put you in a place and a time when it's well written. Probably like I was talking about Downton Abbey, and just get like a real yeah. feel, like. Sometimes it just seems history just seems very unanimated. Right. But to actually like be in the shoes and be able to identify with I I, I love it. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I agree. Enough, enough about me. Enough about me. Well, none of that was really about you. It's about that photo in those it's girls. And I really photo. want to know what they were doing, where they were going, were they secretaries? Did they work in a war office? We want the story. I'm gonna find. I'm. I'm gonna find out. I'm gonna do a little Google. I believe you'll do it. I Hmm? believe you'll do it. I think if I'll be curious to see what happens if you use Google Lens with that. I've never done that. You'll probably get eight thousand things from that time period. You know. I think I'm. I think I'm gonna try it on. I don't know if it's. I'm gonna be able to get it clear enough, but Mm -hmm. on the hat of one of the soldiers. Because I can clearly see that. That's a good and idea. see if that identifies it. That's that's where I'm going to start. Okay. You know, in my free time. In your, yes, in our spare time. time. See, that's the bad thing about consignment is we're so busy all the time. We don't have time to stop and really go down all these rabbit holes that we really want to. Because we have more pieces coming into research. Right. So although I really want to stop and spend a couple hours on this photograph, I just, my lifestyle and the business does not allow for such indulgences. I wish you could, though. I'd love to know. One day when I retire, I'll just have like piles and piles of stuff that I have to research. And then you'll spend your time doing it all. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Mm -hmm. What else you got to tell me about Libby? Um, you got to have some goodies going on. You had your son for the weekend. Yes. He did some gold testing for me. I know I was talking about that on Insta resale therapy. He is my, he tests all the metals that come in just to make sure one doesn't slip by us. A lot of times our consigners will put items in a box and it will just be a, for lack of a better word, pile of jewelry. Yes, Uh, we do sort them and research and test them because more often than not, there's some, you know, some real gold in there that we can get a better price for for our consigners with. Yeah. And yeah, sometimes it's unmarked. So we just were extra 
he does all that and all that. So that was fun. And we did some treasure hunting. Uh, we went up to our local uh, favorite consignment haunt. He is learning to drive, so um, ah! he has to get, be able to get to all the important places, one of them being no! our local consignment place. <laughs> right? He has to be able to drive there. And all right, so I got, I've talked about this place before. All right, excuse my squeaky chair because I got to I gotta go back and get this. Reach, reach, squeak. All right, so every time I go there, they have a free bin. And I pull something out of the free bin. So this is what I pulled out yesterday. It's a little string on it, but it's like a little brass. I love that. It's like you put like very petite candles in it. I love that. Yeah, I thought that was cool. So that's what I did. I got out of the free bin yesterday. I don't know what I'm going to do with it, but I thought it was just really cool. It's, I don't know what kind of metal, maybe it's brass. Not, it looks brass. It looks, I, I, I have my doubts on it. I don't, I don't think it is solid brass, um, but. Will so Avery test it? <laughs> he can, he can. Um, I love that you have a tester. To be, it does, it's definitely vintage. All right. So this was the topic of debate in my household yesterday. So I'm going to show it to you. And okay. I wonder if you know what it is. Because we couldn't figure it out. Okay. So I got a baggie full of these old 1970s Tupperware oh, I know what stuff. that is. You know what this is? Yes, you butter your corn with it. Yes. I've never seen one. It's called the, yeah, you, the corn hugger. Yeah, you put your pat of butter in there and run it all across your corn cob. Yeah, and then you have your salt thing on top and you put the salt on. How about that? So I think I'm going to keep it because I think that is just awesome. That's Never so knew cool. such a thing existed. That yep. was fun. All right, what I, else? Show me some of the other goodies in there. All right, so because I just keep thinking that Tupperware has to have its heyday and the things have to get collectible like any second now. I could be totally wrong on this, but I feel like Pyrex is like ending its heyday right now. Yep. And I think I think 1970s Tupperware is going to be the next hot thing. But Ooh, anyway. I, I'm glad we have this on recording. <laughs> so we can say, oh, look how wrong you were. Okay. I was thinking, look, she knew ahead of time. All oh, right. That, so you know what this is, right? That's an egg, egg separator. separator. Yep. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm testing my knowledge here. I like this. Egg All separator. Right. What's next? It looks like a cookie punch. It's a yeah, little... Yeah, they call it a canopy. Um, okay. Potter, that would be great. I for a charcuterie board to cut out little cheeses to put on. I was going to say some people said uh, cut cheeses. Other people used it for veggies. Now, I don't oh, know what yeah. kind of veggies. Yeah. But, definitely. yep, they definitely, it must be sharp because people were saying radishes. Oh, wow. All so right. that'll, I'll sell. These I picked up because they were part of the bag. But the little condiment spoons, you know, and, oh, and have the, yes. my mom had one of these. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it had like three dishes for the condiments when you yep. out and the spoons. Love it. All right, but the reason I was over there looking at all this Tupperware in a bag was because something from my childhood came up, and my son had no idea what these were. 
I know exactly what they are. Nick loves them. And I don't know how I've lived my adult life without these. Citrus peelers. Citrus peelers are the bomb. Unless you accidentally get your finger with it while you're peeling. Oh, 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 yes. Yes. Or you get jam it up under your nail. Did you ever do that? No, but I did get my finger with it. Nick got his finger with it too. All right. So 1970s. I'm keeping these babies. Yeah. Peelers. I can't wait to get my hands on some fresh oranges. And I love that you have one yellow, one orange. Yeah. So I was looking them up last night. Just as I was looking up the numbers on everything to see what year they were from. And uh, apparently Tupperware, they were so popular that Tupperware has recently brought them back for an online limited time. Really? I didn't see the fun 1970s colors, but they are selling um, citrus peelers. Um, Somebody else, I think ours are, um, what is that home kitchen company that does the home sales? Not Norwex. No, not Norwex. Before before I knew about Norwex. We've had many of their pieces. Pampered Chef? Pampered Chef. Pampered Chef's yeah. always had the citrus peelers. Oh, they do? Okay. Yeah, that's where we got our before. first one way back when was from Pampered Chef. Oh, all right. Are they yep. plastic or metal? Yeah, they're just like those. They're orange plastic. How about that? How about that? Yeah, so I'm ex- I'm excited to get my hands on some citrus now. And so I wonder show my how they work. I wonder if Tupperware started those. Because the first I ever knew of was Tupperware. I it sounded like they did. Okay. When I was looking at them last night. So yep, that was awesome. our excitement. I'm trying to look at the yeah, that was our excitement. So Tupperware, it. it's the next big collectible. I love it. I love it. We're dating this statement. Where are we? We are March 2022. By this time next year, Tupperware will be beginning its steady Climb rise up. of the um, orange and yellow and brown, ugly colored 1970s plastic kitchenware. It will be kitsch. You will want to get your hands on it. People will be fighting over it, paying paying obscene prices. But I will have it stockpiled right here for you people. Love it. Love it. Oh, any predictions, Molly? Gosh, no, I don't have any predictions. I'm sitting here, though, thinking about the things that you guys did yesterday and all the, the fun of the vintage finding of the... Um, Tupperware and thinking about our unboxing on Thursday's Insta resale therapy with some of the vintage items that were in my box, like all kinds of things. Oh, there were some beauties. All kinds of things. I wish I had them up here, but I don't. Don't. I don't. Oh, wait, I have a salt and pepper shaker I can show you. Oh, pretty. These little guys. Yeah. No stamps at all. Cork bottom, no stamps, gold. Aren't they pretty? Very pretty. Not but as pretty just, as that ashtray. I want to get my hands on there. Yes, yes, yes. And there's um, more of those in another unboxing to come. I just don't know which box and what Thursday they'll come out of a reboxing. 
You'll have to I make love sure USA pottery, like California pottery. The oh, I just I, I want to say that there were like two to four different pieces of that USA pottery mm. ashtrays in this estate. And I just came up with the first one Thursday. So there are more to come, but you got to come Thursday nights to see them because I have no idea when I'm going to unbox them. And sometimes people snag stuff right away when it's unboxed. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. yeah we oh, had what, couple... the Blanco, the Blanco glass. That was amazing. Oh, oh I have that right here. Oh, oh, you do? Okay. I do. Yes. And I think I'm going to do this baby on auction. I don't Ooh. know. I haven't quite decided. Look at that. Is that gorgeous? It's so pretty. You have to put that up in our Conchi spotlight when you when you list it. So okay. people can uh, check it out. It's so, so pretty. I love it. That is cool. So, so we've been having fun with the Conchi spotlight this week. We had a couple yeah. of guest, guest hosts of the Conchi spotlight. Your son yes. Cal did one this week. That was super cute. We and loved your son it. Avery. Yeah, and Avery and I did one yesterday. That was That was good. Yeah, so yeah. cute. Our babies are all grown up. They are. They are. Sherry popped a comment on there and she was like, Avery, when did you turn into a man? Right? Or something I mean, to that effect. Yeah. So yeah. true. It's crazy. Yeah. That's how I felt when when I when you sent me the video of him and I had seen video and pictures of him not that long ago. I mean, it wasn't that long ago I did his interview for his his typewriters. Um, Avery's antiques. Yeah. And still such a huge difference. I mean, wait until Sherry sees him pull in her driveway when we go to Maine. Right. <laughs> Maine is going to be here before you know it, y'all. And if y'all haven't heard, we're going to Maine in August. Yeah, we're taking a trip. Brunch ladies on location. Brunch ladies on location. Brunch ladies on location in Maine. Yep. Going to yep. do the run Sherry's 5k with her for the Michael J. Fox Foundation. Mm -hmm. We're yep. going to go. Well, some of us will run with team for team Fox. Some of us, some will, us walk. will walk. Some of us will walk, <laughs> <laughs> but it'll be fun. We get to go spend time with some of our community. Yep. In yep. Maine. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. All right. All right. What do you got well, going today? I got a lot to do. Yeah. A lot, a lot of listing. All that stuff I unboxed Thursday, I'm trying to get it listed and out there. All right. A lot of vintage Well, on Sundays, I'm sure I haven't talked about this before, but I do all the accounting and look at all your accounts on Sundays. I send out any checks to our consigners on Sundays. So today is my day of numbers and bookwork. Yeah. Yay. <clears throat> Which I like doing, so I enjoy it. I'm Makes glad me you're happy when it. I'm sending out checks to people. I love that. They're balancing their store credit because some people just keep their store credit and they don't get paid out and they just like to right. shop with us. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's all good. Well, I'm going to go dry my hair because it's looking a little crazy at the moment. <laughs> so it needs the hair dryer. All right. And get to work because I all have right. all these things I have to research and get listed. All right. I look forward to seeing some of them, right. including my ashtray. That's right. I hope you have a fantabulous Sunday. You too. All, All right. right. Cheers. Bye, guys. Bye. Cheers. My empty, my Cheers. empty mug. <laughs> Bye. Bye.
Bye. To see what Conchi Consignment is serving up on the daily, visit us at ConchiConsignment.com or on Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube.